through with me. Thank you so much for your flexibility. No problem. I appreciate you, sis. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dive right in. You ready, Robin? All right. Hey, everybody. It's Damara Gardner, founder of Black Women About Business. So glad that you are here with us on our podcast. I have a treat for you today. Katrina Turnbow is with us, and I'm going to do her introduction in just a little bit. Make sure that you stay tuned for our podcast at the end. Um, I'm going to be talking about our Michigan Business and Wellness Tour, as well as our conference retreat. And if you didn't know much about our podcast or about Black Women About Business, our podcast is dedicated to bite-sized pieces of business and wellness for the black female leader and entrepreneur. And our community in general is about supporting black female leaders and entrepreneurs to make sure that they have business support. And we do that in the form of coaching as well as planning, training, and one to four day retreats. So make sure that you check us out. You can follow us on social media at blackwomen underscore biz. In addition to that, make sure that you go to our website, blackwomenaboutbiz.com, sign up for our newsletter. Um, We put out good content a couple times a month as well as some Facebook lives. So without further ado, Katrina Turnbow calls on the expertise she gained in previous sales and marketing positions to build recognition and attract new business for her clients through her boutique marketing firm, Canopy Social, and in partnership with Google as a Detroit digital coach, which is a pretty big deal, if you ask me. She's a graduate of Florida A&M University. Shout out to HBCUs. She gives back to her community, and when she lives and works, which is right here in the fabulous city of Detroit, she was recognized as one of the top 25 most influential women in Detroit in 2013. Michigan Chronicles 40 Under 40 in 2017, and she has two daughters, um, as well as is a member of the Michigan Black Chamber of Commerce, Jack and Jill of America, and Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. She enjoys reading, spending time with family, traveling, and of course, learning new things about social media. I had the pleasure of meeting Katrina at Detroit Startup Week, went to her session and was so blown away um, by her spirit, by her energy, by her knowledge. I am certain that you are going to learn some essential things from her during this interview today. So Katrina, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Are you able to hear me clearly? I sure am. Thanks for asking, sis. So let's start with what inspired Kenobi Social. Well, um, it's pronounced actually Canopy. Oh, my gosh. Please forgive me for that. No worries. Let's make sure we edit that out, Robin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Please continue, sis. Yes, it's Canopy Social. And um, just it came about from years of experience of, of working in corporate environments in the Internet space. And as things evolved, you know, oftentimes I was always asked to do work outside of what was in the scope of my job, which I didn't mind doing. And as time evolved, I had such a strong desire to serve our small businesses, specifically within the African-American community. Um, as we already know, there are digi- there, uh, there's a digital divide, of course. And I was able to witness that firsthand on so many levels as I was trying to support our small businesses, getting online and, you know, really being able to uh, participate in what this Internet world has become very early on. 
So that became the evolution of Canopy, um, which is the Canopy was all about, you know, having all things digital covered. So I just switched around a couple of the letters um, as it relates to my name and also the logo (laughs) and just to give it a little bit of a different ring. So that's a little bit of the story behind it. I love that. Being a Google mentor is a big deal. Tell the audience how that door opened for you. Actually, the Google Digital Coach opportunity um, came about from previous years of work uh, as a volunteer with Google, um, affiliations with some projects. And when they were looking at um, filling this position, um, they actually had me in mind. So I was very fortunate and blessed because the people who were organizing um, this, uh, this group and this initiative had already seen me, knew me, and had worked with me and, you know, knew my passion about digital marketing as a whole. So I can honestly say this time Google came looking for me. Mm, It's nice that we can be sought after as experts in the field of the work that we do. And my sense is the fact that they went after you says a lot about the work that you produce leading up to that point. Um, you know what? I I hear that, and it's one of those things where, because the nature of what internet is, and what how it has impacted our community or our world, let me put it that way, impacted the world. You know, I was just doing what I felt was necessary, what was right, and what I love to do. Um, you know, I, I take pride and joy in being able to help people understand and learn things and be better, and specifically our small and medium-sized minority-owned businesses because oftentimes these businesses are overlooked and not considered. And that just was not acceptable to me. So being able to be a champion for us and that being in my spirit and, you know, my desire to do such, you know, uh, made me feel good. And, you know, they say, what you feel and who you are will manifest. And I I truly believe this is a situation in which what I was planning to do anyway, you know, God aligned me in such a way that it manifested into exactly that. So um, I I definitely feel as though I walk in favor in many areas and um, my career path is definitely one of them. Yeah, well, one of the things that I realized about you instantly is how down to earth you were and how everything that you're saying in terms of really wanting to support businesses and more specifically black businesses, that rang true for me. Um, You were very approachable and um, just very open about sharing the wealth of information that you have about how to effectively elevate our social platform, um, which of course helps to create more sales for us. And sometimes as professionals, we try to withhold information um, because we don't want to give it away for free. And one of the things that I have found with you is that you don't hold back and you do keep it real and you mean what you say and you say what you mean and I think that the fact that you have favor even just how you described it right you're such a humble person Um, and I think those are some of the reasons why you've ultimately been able to reap the benefits of growing your business to the point that you have and I'm sure that there is so much more in store for you well thank you very much that's very kind, you know, nice thing to say. I'm glad that's the impression I left when we did meet. 
Yeah. And I, and I believe that I'm not the only one I've seen you, you know, work the room. In fact, I um, saw you at Afrotech and the way that you engaged with people, um, you know, you really held it down on the stage and then you engaged with many people um, after that, uh, after your session. Um, it just speaks a lot to your spirit and, and how you show up in the world. So um, it's always inspirational to see that in people and, and more specifically in black women. So so I just wanted to just give you a shout out just for that, sis. All right. So you're welcome. So the black woman and digital marketing, they go together like fill in the blank. Oh, let's see. The black woman and digital marketing go. Wait, say it again. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're fine. No, you're fine. So the black woman and digital marketing go together like fill in the blank. Hand in glove. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, tell us more about that, sis. Um, because of who, who and what the black woman, who we are and what we have to do, um, telling our story and also and empowering our voice is imperative. You know, the world stands on the, uh, the world stands on the back of African-Americans, number one, but they truly do stand on the the back of African-American women, you know, as, life and the world continues to evolve we have to stand and hold our ground in in such a way that oftentimes is not only overlooked it's just assumed that that's what we were going to do and we're finally at a place where society-wise we're embracing who we are and what we stand for and social media has been the way that that has been explored Um, Culturally, when it comes to things such as dominating and changing trends, especially in the beauty industry, that has been rooted in our existence and because we had to solve problems that no one else was going to solve for us. So as usual, (laughs) the black woman figures it out, keeps it moving and, you know, celebrates herself. And now we are able to celebrate each other, you know, in an outwardly fashion versus before when it was just in a beauty salon or in our neighborhoods or, you know, in our immediate circles. So, yeah. Well, I love that. Right. I mean, you're you're highlighting the fact that we always we have always held it down. And um, and we're in this day and age where um, we've really been able to step into the fullness of who we are. And, uh, you know, how you have illuminated that social media has been one of the aspects of um, or the ingredients, if you will, of being able to tell our story, right? To not allow other people to tell our story. I was I was just um, in the studio with Melissa Butler, and one of the things that she talked about was monetizing, and I believe that you even talked about this before as well, um, that, you know, really positioning ourselves to monetize what, whoever we are versus allowing other people to capitalize on who we are. Um, I think that we're carving out those spaces in ways that are really intentional and and you you've highlighted how social media has been one of the ways to do that which is which is a positive spin on social media um so that's it's really given us something to think about you share with me yeah yeah so you share with me that exercise is the top way that you practice wellness and I'm curious about why that why that's the case for you, right? And it may seem obvious um, to, to anyone listening, and we know that exercise doesn't have the same impact for all of us, um, but it's your top way that you practice wellness. So, so talk to us about why that's the case. Um, when I was uh, 
unraveling at the seams. Exercise is what uh, really allowed me um, to pull that back together. And considering the state of what health is, you know, now as a whole, um, we is just so imperative. And I didn't realize the mental benefit of exercise until, you know, I actually got involved in it. And I'm not exercising the way I was, but, you know, once you start feeling, when they say you feel good from the inside out and it changes everything, um, it, it truly is that. You know, it allows you to overcome depression. It allows you to overcome, you know, just weariness. Um, focus is improved, all of those things. And it's also a level of discipline um, that allows you to put it in other places in life. So, I'm sorry, but yeah, it just allows you to, um, it just allows you to really focus and you have to have the mental energy and stamina to go on. You know, one of the things, as we all know, social media for most paints the picture of so much positivity, which is great, but it oftentimes in this day and age makes you feel very isolated and it's hard. It's really, really hard. And some days you feel, you know, alone and um, just don't know which way to turn. No matter what you're doing, whether you're at work or, you know, just navigating through life. And exercise for me allowed me to really apply a lot more discipline in my life. Mm, yeah. And I, I, I think it's so important, uh, all the ways that you have highlighted what exercise does for you. And even though other people may have had some level of awareness about what the impact of exercise, hearing it from your perspective about, you know, the clearing of your mind and dealing with mental health challenges and energizing you so that you can navigate through this challenging world of entrepreneurship um, is something so important. So I always want to make sure that we give tips uh, to our listeners uh, or our viewers in, our, in the Black Women About Business tribe. And knowing that you are one of the best and the brightest in the digital marketing space within Detroit, what top three tips can you give to our audience today to increase their followership, which ultimately will help to translate into more sales? Um, I would say the top three things right now in in the digital world as a whole, you have to have some awareness and some um, you have to have some skin in the game. So just staying abreast of what's happening, you know, what trends and what platforms work well with your business and interact with them. Um, just be regular about it. You know, I know at the beginning, social media is overwhelming. It's a lot. I do it for a living. I work in digital and it is completely and totally overwhelming on so many levels. But I tell people, uh, you know, just start simple. You know, you cannot break the Internet. So give things a try and give them a try on your platforms, you know, one or two, maybe three maximum if you're managing yourself, but just being intentional. And then also right now, because the wave of the world and where everything is going, um, you need to have a decent amount of video content created. I'm actually going through this myself. You know, when you do stuff for so many other people, sometimes you're the last person. Um, you're the last person you take care of, and I'm a. I actually am pivoting myself 
in several areas to better take care of my own brand personally. What do I want to do? What, you know, what does the future of my footprint look like in conjunction with um, the training and things that I'm doing for Google? Um, and then, so video content. Um, and then the third thing, the third thing would be invest in, you know, invest in some good people online. You know, it doesn't have to be super expensive, but find people who can do appropriate graphics and just provide some a level of professionalism to your look and feel. Mm. And that doesn't mean you got to spend a bunch of money, but you, you if if how people see you first is online, it's kind of like buying clothes, how we grew up, especially being black. You know, you grew up being sharp as a tack, and that was always supposed to be your introduction to how the world perceived you. Well, it's the reverse now. You can literally sell products online and do podcasts, and they would only see you from your waist up, you know, or whatever that may be. But you need to make sure your brand actually has just a professional look and feel about itself. So so no matter what you do, you're able to compete because you are competing against Target, GM, Ford, you know, major health food chains, all those things, the Internet level, the playing field. So even if you don't feel like you're up to the part completely, you can look the part. Yeah, so that, that's in your image. Mm-hmm. That's real, sis. And, you know, the reality is, is that the choices are endless. The question becomes, why should somebody want to work with you? And I, I love that you're really illuminating the importance of operating in excellence so that we always give people a reason to say yes to us, um, a reason to allow us an opportunity to have a place at the table so that we can make a case for why we are the right person to work with them. And unfortunately, we do live in a world where what people see, it matters, right? Um, So those three tips uh, are definitely something that we can apply. Um, Doesn't sound like it's going to cost us a whole lot of money. And in fact, I know somebody who does, um, you know, great web design um, work and, you know, design work that and they don't charge. In fact, they don't charge as much as they should, honestly, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, But you're right. This stuff is accessible out there and we do have to be intentional about creating it. So since we have come to the end of our interview, I cannot believe that this 15 minutes is is just about up. And I know for sure that people are going to want to stay in touch with you because I want to stay in touch with you. So how can our listeners do that? Well, number one, you can go to www.canopy.social.com. That's my website. Um, And find out more about trainings or whatnot. Check back periodically. Because as they come off and go on, you know, I'm constantly updating the site and actually going through my own site updates. So I am a living testimony of all the things that people need to experience and do. You know, I'm very transparent that I'm doing the same thing for myself. So just check back um, or you can email me at connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, at canopy, K-A-N-O-P-I, social.com. And if you want to find me online, you can, of course, find me underneath my brand. But um, my personal um, IDs on social media are a little bit bigger and broader these days. So you can find me underneath my profiles, Katrina Turnbow, um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
Yes, and Katrina, you have an ample followership. So, and I love that you you talked about right the fact that you know this stuff, you do this work for a living, and sometimes in the midst of the work that we do, we may not be applying that to our own business. I find myself um, in the same kind of boat, right? I do planning with organizations and coaching, and um, I'm actually taking this week to really do some concerted work on building my own business, on expanding my practice, on building our followership. So, you know, knowledge is one thing, but application is a whole nother thing and that's why you know being in community um, like this with each other so that we can help hold ourselves to the highest standard and make sure that we're translating our knowledge into the, our businesses is so critically important so again sis I appreciate you being here with me um, can't wait until next time our paths cross and um, in terms of our listeners thank you for being with us today can't wait until our next podcast um, make sure that you are following us on social media black women underscore biz that's our Twitter as well as our Instagram um, make sure that you sign up for our newsletter blackwomenaboutbiz.com and 2019 we've got our Michigan business and wellness tour coming up so we are going to be in Kalamazoo at the end of March. We'll be in the great city of Detroit at the end of May and we'll be in Grand Rapids that first week in June. And make sure you mark your calendar August 8th through the 11th. We're going to be at Grand Grand Travers Resort and Spa in beautiful northern Michigan for four days of lots and lots of amazing transformation for our businesses as well as our wellness. So until next time, everybody, Ashe. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Katrina. Take care. All right. You too.